Because they begin to want to worship God because God has done something for them. And I'm assuring you that this season you're going to worship God for real. Right now you're so heavy. Right now you feel like maybe you don't want to because stuff is happening. But I'm telling you that God is creating a new heaven and a new earth for you. And you will see it because God's word is the amen. And it shall be so. And you will see it. Now in verse 18... It says, but be glad and rejoice forever in what I will create. For I will create Jerusalem to be a delight and its people a joy. Now, how many of you have, have, have watched something or someone and, and you've heard people say, it, it, I, was, I was seeing somebody playing basketball or whatever or tennis, whatever they were playing, but it was a joy to watch them. It was just a joy to see them do what they were doing. Because this is what the Lord is saying. The joy that God is doing is a feeling. So who's going to be feeling joy? It's God. And he says, but be glad and rejoice for whatever in what I will create. For I will create Jerusalem to be a delight. <laughs> oh my God. God is going to be delighted in Jerusalem. God is going to see delight in his people. You, you, you got to picture this with me today because we got to go into the same page. You see, God is going to watch from heaven and is going to see things happening in this church that are going to be a delight in him. You, you're going to watch, he's going to watch I don't know how many times you watch something and it gives you delight and joy. I don't know how many times you've watched maybe your children do something that gives you delight and joy. When activities are happening around people that give you delight and joy. So God will be watching over you in your house and you'll be delighted and joyful about you. He's going to watch you at your workplace and be delighted and joyful about you. He's going to be delighted and joyful because the things that are going to be happening around you are going to delight him. The things that are going to be happening around him, you are going to give him joy. Something good is about to happen in your life that's going to give God delight. Something's going to happen in your life that's going to give God joy. If you believe that, shout a big hallelujah. I uh, say something is about to happen to you that's going to give God joy. Something is about to happen to you that's going to give God joy. I understand why you are there not understanding what I'm saying because no eye has heard, no, no eye has seen, no, no, no mind has heard what the Lord has in store for those who love him. You have no idea. It's okay to be like that because God is savaging something behind you that you don't even know. You feel miserable right now. You feel so broken down right now. You 
You feel so devastated right now, but God is going to do something in your life that's going to give him joy. He's going to look back and begin to laugh and say, I told you so. Yeah, I told you. I confessed it to you. I sent you a word and you did not believe it. And I'm telling you, my word is yes and amen. And if you really read your Bible and you've been fasting and praying, every word that you've been reading is going to come to pass because God never fails. I don't know how many believers we have here this morning, but I'm telling you there's a power and there's a flow that's flowing because we've been fasting and praying and God is going to do something that's going to be delightful. He's going to see delight when he looks at you. He's going to see joy when he, when he looks at you. I'm expecting something. I don't know about you. I'm expecting something to happen in my life. I don't know about you. I'm expecting change. I'm expecting something to happen in my life. In the name of Jesus. So, so, so somebody called me and said, Pastor, uh, I have a sad thing to say to you. I said, carry on. Ah, Pastor, I can't see. I told you these lights blind me. How are you this morning, sir? It's good to see you at church again. I know you're a busy man. I'm so honored to see you. There's always a blank there when you're not there. But when you're here, we praise God for it. Hallelujah. And, and thank you for all my daughters that are here that I haven't seen for many times. I don't want to mention names. It's you that I'm talking about. And, and God bless you for coming. It's been a long time. Hallelujah. But God is about to do new things around us. God is about to do new things around us. I don't know how many of you believe it, but God is about to change lives. You see, you've been praying and praying and praying. Some of you have prayed until the oil of prayer has gone dry. Prayed until you believe nothing is going to happen. Looked on your left, looked on your right, saw other people be, being blessed and you're still standing in the same dry place and thinking, God, why me? You see, when you go into a restaurant and, and you order food, if you want uh, um, uh, chips and, 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 and tomato or whatever, it will come fast. But when you add, order something that is exquisite, it will take time. And I'm telling you, God is busy making. God is busy cooking. Something new for you this season. I tell you, the testimonies already that people are not speaking about. And some of them told me, and I said, Shh, keep quiet. Don't speak now because, shoo, ish. We want to speak when it's on the table. We want to speak when everything is happening. But I'm telling you, this season, tell your neighbor, say this season. Say with power, say this season. Say with your confidence, say this season. God is doing something for me. Hallelujah. If you believe that, shout a big hallelujah. So there's a condition for God to see delight in our lives. There's a condition for God to see a joyful people. There's a condition. He's asking you to be glad and rejoice forever. Ash. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, say, ouch. Rejoice forever. Rejoice and be glad forever. With all these challenges we have, rejoice and be glad forever. When there's no food in your house, 
Rejoice when they've just fired you from work. When your business is not going right. Rejoice and be glad forever. Have you got that kind of faith? Have you got that kind of faith to rejoice and be glad forever? Are you not? <laughs> oh God. God is asking you not to change. God is asking you not to change because of your situation. God is asking your spirit not to fall because of your situation. He's challenging you to say, for me to begin to work every time I knock at your door, I want to find somebody who is glad and rejoicing. No matter what you're going through, I want to find you glad and rejoicing because if you have faith, that's what you're going to do. If you know God is for you, why should you be sad? So I'm going to ask you again, how many of us believe in God? There's a pastor going through the church. How many of us believe in God? I'm going to ask again, how many of us believe in God? Don't, don't raise your hand if you don't believe in God. Don't raise your hands because you want to raise your hand. I want you to raise your hand if you're going to shift to this standard of being glad and rejoicing forever. Because that's a believer. That's a believer right there. Somebody rejoices forever. No matter what happens, you rejoice. No matter what happens, you're glad because you know God is fighting your battles for you. Now let us look at that scripture in Isaiah 65, 18. God is creating our lives to be a delight. God wants to create a life for us that pleases us greatly. But in order for us to be, to be, to, for this to happen, as I've said, we need to be glad forever and rejoice forever. Now, that word glad is the Hebrew word sasis. It means to be bright and cheerful. And it also means to be optimistic and hopeful and confident about the future. It means to be optimistic and hopeful and confident of the future. How many of us are confident of the future? How many of us have written down things and are praying for things that you are confident that God is going to do for you? Because that's the expectation that God wants you to begin this new year with a confident future. Where you know that everything that you're going to pray for is going to come to pass. The Bible says, whatever you ask in the name of Jesus, it shall be given to you. So you got to believe that as the year begins because whatever you're believing for, God is going to do. Hello? Whatever you're believing for, God is going to do for you. Mm. <coughs> so, some time ago, some years ago, same testimony all the time. We, we, we believed for, for, for this land. We, we believe for this land and we're praying for it. I don't know how many of you understand the things we went through when we're believing. 
I don't know if more of you were talking or sharing what was happening when we're believing. When we're believing for this piece of land. When, when the owner told us how much he wanted and our bank account was on zero. I don't know how many of you believe when, when, when me and Pastor Tio and some of the pastors went to sit around the table of the owner and we did not have the money and we're trying to explain to him and he told us to get out. And he told us he doesn't want to speak to us again. He told us that we've wasted so much time. I don't know if you know that when one day I drove into church in the morning, pastor came with a, with a, with a what do you call, a court, what? Court order, is it? Or something, demanding something. And, and they were telling us that, that we're being sued. For, 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 for breaking the contract we signed with him because the time for us to pay was over and so he was going to attach uh, uh, my house and stuff and things and, and whatever because we are the leaders and everything was getting attached as we and they were preparing him to touch and take everything that was there so he could pay, get the money for his land. But, but, but rejoice and be glad forever. In what I will create. And is still creating. So he created a thing that we had no idea about. I remember me and my wife sleeping at night praying and crying. And, and my wife was saying, you see this business of, of being pastors. Every time things come back to us. Our house is going to be taken. Where are my kids going to go now because of church? And I tell you, it feels like we just this on our own and stuff. And I was looking and I'm saying, I don't know what to say to her. I don't know how to console her. Because the papers are there and they're saying what they're saying. And they're saying what's going to happen. And we slept in that mood. But when we woke up in the morning, things just changed overnight. When you woke up in the morning, suddenly there was funds to pay for the land. Ah, you don't understand. You don't understand how, how we phoned Michelle and we said, Michelle, please go and see him. <laughs> uh, go, go and uh, Michelle says when we knocked, uh, uh, the guy said, where are you guys from? And they said, house of families. Michelle says, she said, I don't want to see those people. And Michelle said, no, we, we haven't come here to negotiate. We, we've come here to pay. And he said, have you got all the money? He said, everything. We've come here to pay. And, and, and we paid. And, and he called me. And he said, pastor, my apologies. But one thing I've learned from you is faith. Never have I seen such faith, but I've seen faith. How did you know? I said, I didn't know. I believed. We all just stood and prayed and believed as a church. And our belief put us through. God is asking you this morning, do you believe what is in your future this year? Do you believe it? Because it's going to happen. Tell your neighbor, say it's going to happen. Now, I wanted to say it from your belly with a meaning. Tell them it's going to happen. 
hey, 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 can you see your dream? Tell them it's going to happen. Ah, come on, church. Tell them God is going to make it happen. God is going to make it happen. Glad, be glad, be cheerful. Be cheerful. Be bright and cheerful. Be optimistic and hopeful. Be confident about the future. Because it's going to happen. And God is going to make it happen. Tell your neighbor, say neighbor, don't cry. I tell them again, say neighbor, don't cry. It's amazing. Because God or Satan always wants to take away that spirit of faith from us. And it's hard to be a pastor and to have a wife like mine. <laughs> every, every time we have something negative coming against us and I stand up and I read something and I say, no, nah, I don't need this. She'll say, have faith. And, and there, right there, I just have to stop thinking otherwise and come back to my faith again because, because I, I feel like I want to go and cry. I feel like this is too much. And then she says, hey, you are teaching us every day. Go and have faith. You go and have the same faith that you teach us about every day. And, and we all go through those situations where our faith is stolen and, and we feel like we're not going to get where we're going. But I'm telling you, that's the weapon of the devil that he uses to steal our faith. But God is telling you, I want you to anoint yourself today with the anointing of gladness and rejoicing forever. Because things are going to happen in your life. So in the book of Psalm 102, Psalm 102, sorry, Psalm 100 verse 2. Psalm 100 verse 2. He says, save the Lord with gladness. See, you have to have the anointing of gladness because you've got to serve God with gladness. Every time you come before the kingdom of God, you've got to have a flow of gladness. When you're serving in the kingdom, you serve with gladness. The spirit of gladness must always dwell in you. We're looking at rejoicing. We're looking at gladness. And I'm speaking about gladness first. And I'm telling you that God is looking at you to be glad all the time. To serve the church with gladness. He says, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. In verse 3, it is you who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. And, and, and sorry, Mr. Maringi, I'm, I'm using um, the New King James Version today. New, New King James Version because we're always HIVing. But, but, but today. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> okay. NIV. Save the Lord with, with gladness. 
come before his presence with singing. Th- that word serve in, in verse 2, serve the Lord with gladness. That word serve is the word abad in Hebrew. It means to work primitively. But it means to be a born person, to be a born man or a born woman. A person who brings things to pass. A worshiper. A person who prays and brings things to pass. Serve the Lord with gladness. When the anointing of gladness is a worshiper who's, 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 who's bowing down knowing gladly that the prayer will be answered. It's, it's a woman who bows down knowing that the prayer that they're crying for, God is going to answer it. See, we have to have patience when we pray. Because if it doesn't happen at your time, then you lose heart. But God has heard your prayer. Sometimes God begins to work things in your prayer in ways you don't understand. Some people say, Father, give me a big job. I want a better job. I want a better salary. Give me a better job. And they're working in one place. And the minute they pray that prayer, the next day the boss comes and says, you're fired. And they say, Father, I prayed not to be fired. I prayed to have a better job. I said, please give me a better job. In the meantime, God is saying, that's what I'm doing. I'm giving you a better job, but my ways are not your ways. So I'm going to do it my way. Because where I'm taking you is I'm answering your prayer. I'm answering your prayer. And, and I want to see how strong you are. Because where I'm taking you is going to be stronger. So I'm going to break you first. And I'm going to take you out of where you are. And I'm going to walk you through a season. Before I put you into a gate in a place where you've never been before. I'm going to do things that you've never done before. So one of our leaders here. Because uh, um, I didn't ask the permission, so I'm not going to mention a name. Was praying for a better job, and and they said, "God, give me a better job." And exactly that happened. When they prayed, they got fired. They got fired from work, and they were told to leave work, and they left work, and and every day they woke up in the morning and put on a tie and the suit and pretended that they were going to work because they couldn't tell their wife that they've been fired because the wife was going through situations and he did not want to stress his wife so he kept on wearing a suit every day and putting on a tie and going to work as if he's going to work when 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 he gets out of work or home he will take off the tie and put an overall because he got a job driving a taxi and when, when the day is over, he'll go back and put on the tie and drive back home as if everything is all right. And God was dealing with him and was saying, I don't understand why this is happening to me. To pastor said, you asked for a better job. And he said, but this is not what I asked for. I said, God's ways are not our ways. Just trust and see what God has for you. Because God does things in many different ways. And, 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 and God gave him a job he does not understand how he's qualified to be in. He's in a place.
place where he doesn't understand how he got there, from where he was to where he is right now, it's two different worlds. And I'm only saying to him, have you forgotten the in-between? The taxi? So, if he knew that that was going to be happening all the time, the in-between wasn't going to harm him. The in-between was going to stress him. The in-between wasn't going to happen because God has said it. So he was supposed to be glad every day. If he was believing, he was supposed to be glad all the time because God is going to do it anyway. So I'm telling you today that the in-between doesn't matter. God is going to do it. The point is, are you going to learn to rejoice and be glad all the time because you know you have a God who can do it? And you have a God who's going to do it for you. Can you be that person? Can you be that person? Serve the Lord with gladness. Serve him with gladness. Be a born person who prays and make things happen. When you need, you know, when you say what you're saying, God is going to do it for you. here. Now let us look at Hebrews 1 verse 9. So we, we're working hard and trying to do our, our children's ministry at the back. And, and with all the commotion of the kids around us, we really see that we really do need that place at the back. And, and we should start trying to make some donations towards it. I know there's just one or two men who are trying to work on it as hard as they can. But sometimes, you know, you got challenges if just one person is trying to do it. Uh, sometimes they feel up, sometimes they feel down. But, you know, if we try to look at it as a church, we, we're going to make it happen. And things are going to change. There's a lot of things we're going to change in this year because God is going to make things happen. I'm, I'm so proud and glorious for, 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 for let, me, let me say this. <clears throat> it's, it's always been a, 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 I don't know how can I say it. I'm, I'm never heartbroken or, 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 or anything about it, but I'm always amazed that when we pray with people and, and we're praying for breakthrough because we believe in that we're a church and, and God is raising up leaders and business people who will stick in the kingdom. But the moment God blesses them, they always come and say, Pastor God said. And they leave. <laughs> and, and I never get any heartbreak or anything because God has always tell, told me, leave them to go because it's their blessing. And then don't worry about anything. Just let them follow what they say. Even if we know or I know that it's not a God thing. It's just a thing where somebody says, okay, I've made it and, and, and I'm going. I've got what I want and, and I'm going. And, and, and I'm saying this because God is going to bless a few people here. And, and, and we're going to build church. And, 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 and when the blessing comes, I'm not going to hold you back. Please don't say I don't want you to feel guilty about God blessing you. God's blessing adds no sorrow. It's not about anybody. It's about you and God. But, but even if you're leaving, please leave us with something. <laughs> just say, Pastor, bye, but I'm just, you know. 
Hallelujah. Just thought, thought I would just throw that in. <clears throat> because God is about to change people's lives. And I know he's going to do it because every time we pray, God does it. And, and he makes things happen. He makes things happen. I've seen God do so many things. We, we visited our pastor the, the other day and, and, and stuff was happening and the church had been praying for him. And, and somehow God assigned us to go and pray with him. When we got there, he, 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 was, he was still half dead. But when I, I said, hello, pastor, the machines made a noise. And the nurses came and said, why is he getting excited? And the wife said, I think he had pastor's voice. And, and the wife said, open your eyes, open your eyes. And he opened his eyes. And, and the next day she phoned and said, Pastor, he's standing, he's sitting, and he's standing and he's sitting. And I, I said, give God the glory. You see, I don't know. <laughs> I've tried to lay hands on myself. It doesn't work on me. The only time it, it, it worked was when I was using my faith when I had that COVID thing. That's when I saw myself coming out. But every time I pray and say, Father, give me millions, please. But it doesn't work. But when we pray for people, things happen. And I say, God, why is it like that? And God says, because you're for the people. And, and somebody's going to come and pray for you. So, so I need you to pray for me too. Save the Lord with gladness. I, 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 I still remember one time, uh, Pastor Tio, um, um, they, they said he wasn't going to talk or speak or anything. On, and, and, and people prayed. And, and the one thing I remember then when he was in ICU, that evening I went praying in tongues and, and believing to say, God, please, Please do something for that man. I know he loves you. Only to find him holding a Bible. And I see you preaching to an Indian man. And trying to convert them to Christianity. <laughs> How awesome God is. How awesome God is. We've seen miracles after miracles. Because of prayer. There are miraculous people sitting here. But they're so cool about it. Just. We should be writing books. And people read about how great God is. When we say God is full of miracles, when, when, our, when our backs are against the wall and God does something that takes you out of that situation, we should be praising him and giving him glory because he's always you picking you out of situations that you thought you could never come of. And, and we, go, we get so content and quiet about it. We just love church on Sunday, but we're not having the fire and the hype to exhilarate the, the kingdom and give it glory all the time. So wherever we go, there's glory about the kingdom in our lives. 
and God is going to look at this church and, and be joyous about it and delight in it because of the things that are going to begin to happen around us in this season in the name of Jesus because God is about to do something new in your life in this season and this quietness, this, this calmness is going to go away because you're going to be crazy for God. You're going to be crazy for Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm, we, we can't dance now when, when we're worshiping, but, but I tell you, there will be people dancing in front here when the season comes. You'll be dancing like you've never danced before. You'll be like David. You'll take out your suit and put it down and dance because you don't care anymore, but you're just grateful for what the Lord has done for you. It's coming. I said it's coming. Hebrews 1 9. You have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Therefore God, your God, has anointed you to be with the, with the oil of gladness more than your, your, your companions. And, and this, this Paul was quoting from the book of Psalm was, when, 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 when it was a prophecy over Jesus. A prophetic word over Jesus. Let's go to Psalm 45 verse 7. David was, was prophesying about the life of Jesus and, and he was saying that you love righteousness and hated weakness, wickedness. Therefore God, your God has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. So Jesus was anointed more than anybody else to, to, to have this, this anointing of gladness, this anointing of joy because he was a conqueror. He was, was anointed because he, he was going to overcome even the cross. He was going to be glad going to the cross. He was going to be glad going through crucifixion. He was going to be glad. He was going to choose the right thing to do. He was going to choose righteousness and hate wickedness. He was going to do the thing that God has assigned him. He is God. And God was going to anoint him with the oil of gladness more than anyone else. So that he can sit at the right hand side of God. So the oil of gladness is a very special possession in the kingdom of God. The psalmist says that the Messiah, the Machiach, has been anointed with the gladness more than anyone else. The Messiah is longing for you to have the same anointing. The same anointing of gladness. An oil of gladness falling into you. Now, oil is a, is a scripture, in scripture is used to anoint people. It's, it's used to anoint people who God sets apart for, for service. The, the, when we anoint you with oil, we're setting you apart for service. And, and, and today, this is what's going to happen. Anyone that God has anointed for a particular kind of service, God is going to anoint you this morning with the oil of gladness. I'm not going to put oil in your hands because I'm just as wicked and as, as, as sinful as, as, as you are, and, or maybe you're not, but I am. But you're going to ask God to anoint you with the oil of gladness, and it's going to be a spiritual anointing in your life, and God is going to anoint you to do great works in this season. God is going to anoint you to do great things in this season. And I'm searching for your heart right now. Because when the moment comes when I say, let's pray for that anointing, I want you 
you to receive it. Not want to. I'm asking you to receive it. Because God is going to anoint you with an oil of gladness. Oil is used, as I'm saying, to anoint those who are called for a particular kind of service. Now, there are many words in Hebrew that express gladness or joy. Gladness or joy. It, it is a, in, in Jewish terms, it's a, hey, Jewish names. I wish I was Pastor Princess. It's, it's, a, it's a mitzvah. It's, it's, a, it's a command. Joy, gladness is a command. When you go through some of the books in the Bible, the way God was giving commands, you'll find that joy or gladness was one of those commands that God wanted his people to have in order to do something. To be glad when they do sacrifices. To be glad when they offer things to him. To be glad to come before him with gladness because it was a command to be glad. So, in the term of this, when we say the oil of gladness, the Hebrew word for gladness is sason, which means joyfulness or gladness. It means exhilaration of the spirit. Exhilaration of the spirit. Your spirit, man, must be exhilarated. It must become to a point where you know and you know God is for you. Your spirit, man, must be glad. Your spirit, man, must be stronger than the flesh and the mind. Your spirit man must be stronger than the flesh of the mind because your spirit man is the one that guides you. Hello? There must be a, a pleasurable feeling in you this morning. That comes from... Okay, let me put it this way. You're going to have a pleasurable feeling in this season that's going to come from your achievements. Because of the oil of gladness. You, 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 you have a pleasurable feeling of achieving. You're going to be an achiever this season. Hello? Uh, somebody has to hear me. You're going to be an achiever this season. The devil has been trying to make you lazy. But you're going to be an achiever. You're going to defeat the spirit of laziness. And you're going to achieve in the name of Jesus. You're going to achieve. Hallelujah. You're going, to, you're going to have good fortune. You're going to have good fortune. That's, that's what the scripture is talking about. You're going to have good fortune. <coughs> I want you to begin. I want you to begin to, to, to come to Bible school. Seriously, so you don't read the Bible like somebody who doesn't understand it. I want you to understand the Bible and not read it out of context. I wanted to read the Bible and understand what God is saying in the Bible. So, so you have a deep understanding of what God is saying about the Bible. You, you can't be a mediocre Bible reader anymore. You, you're a child of God. You must know what, when you read that Bible, it must give you revelation. It must give you purpose to understand and see that exactly what God is saying to me now is this. And, and what we're praying about as we're praying those scriptures that God gave us. It means that fortune is coming your way. Fortune is coming your way. Tell your neighbor fortune. Ah, yes. Some men, men, men. Our wallets won't close. We're tired of opening wallets with cards. 
and business cards and, and cards and papers and addresses. And, and, and you see the wallet is quite up, but there's nothing inside but paper and cards. And those cards can't be used anywhere because you go, well, we're tired of that. Those wallets won't close because there will be money inside. There will be money inside. When your wife says, you just say, how much? You don't believe me. You don't believe me. But it's coming in this season. Somebody's going to do it and say it. And I'll tell you, you're going to ask me and say, Pastor, you said it. Somebody will tell us that my wallet can't close, Pastor. I hope it's going to be mine. That doesn't close. But my wallet won't close in this season. And your wallet won't close because fortune is coming your way. Hallelujah. So, the oil of gladness. The oil of gladness. Now, there's an expectation to have something that you love and desire coming your way. There's an expectation to have something that you love and desire coming your way. What is it that you love to have this season? What is it that you love to desire this season? Have an expectation of it coming your way. That's the anointing of gladness. That's the anointing of the oil of gladness. An expectation. Jesus understood what the Lord said to him. And he had an expectation. Though he was going to go through a deep. But he was expecting that even if I'm going to go to deep, I'm going to rise up. The deep is not the end. Because I'm going to rise up. There's a purpose where I'm going to. Let's look at Hebrews 12 verse 2. Because this, this confirms this exactly. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Now it's describing Jesus. Who for the joy that was set before him. Or the gladness that was set before him. Endured the cross, despite despising the shame, and 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 sat down at the right hand of the Father. So so he he had joy, he had joy. He understood that he was going to have joy. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross? He he had joy. He had he had he had the anointing of joy, the anointing of gladness poured upon him. That's why he was above all men. And, and God anointed him to be above because of that anointing. Because he knew that he was going to have gladness and joy forever. It wasn't going to be stopped by the cross. So, so he enjoyed the cross. He knew the cross was going to come, but it wasn't going to stop him. He knew that he was going to enjoy it because he knew, despising the shame, he sat down at the right hand of the throne. Despising the shame, I can see God and, 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 and Jesus with his gown of glory and is following him and is walking with an attitude and probably looking at Satan and smiling <laughs> and saying, you thought you got me, but look where I am. You thought the cross was going to stop me, but look where I am. 
You thought taking me out of a job was going to stop me, but look where I am. You thought sickness was going to stop me, but look where I am. You thought divorce was going to stop me, but look where I am. You thought being penniless was going to stop me, but look where I am. You thought poverty was going to stop me, but look where I am. You look, you think all the things that went through, I went through were going to stop me, but look where I am. Because I had the anointing, the, the oil of gladness in my life all the time. The faith brought those things to me. Nothing could stop my faith. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, say rejoice. Say it again, rejoice. He said, have glad, be glad and, and rejoice. Now, when, when you're talking about this rejoice in the Bible, it's, it's, have you seen people dancing around in joy? When, 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 they, when they spin around and, and they've got joy and they're dancing in joy and you can see the flow of joy in that person because they have joy in, in them. They're flowing with joy. There's a difference when somebody is, is dancing with that joy and somebody who's dancing with joy. Have you seen joy? Because <laughs> we don't normally see joy in church. But, but go to parties, you'll see guys dancing with joy. They go. And, and they make faces. And you see this guy is enjoying what he's doing. Because it gives him joy. You see when I, when I do the earth part you know it. But uh, when I do the chest thing you like quiet. Because there's no joy in the church. The world is expect, experiencing more joy than we have. So that's why our children go out to find the joy that they can't find in church. Because Satan knows how to bring joy. A joy that is not from, from God. But I'm talking about a joy that's going to fill your house. A joy that is being, that's going to be from God. You'll open that hi-fi full blast and you'll dance in a way you've never danced before. God is going to fill you with joy in your house. Yesterday I danced alone because I was sitting and, and the phone went quip. Then, then I saw um, it was the Sunday's tithe. Seriously, it was the Sunday's tithe. Consistency. And I'm saying, he's tithing again. The, the people that, that taught him tithing, the people that... <laughs> uh, let me, there are people that are, that are older... We, <laughs> older than him in church that have never tithed. Sorry to say, but this this boy just started working yesterday and, and he tithed and it, yesterday it went boom and I checked and say, a son has tithed and I, and I started saying, hey God. <laughs> he, he's tithing. A Sunday is is tithing. And it's not just, it's the tithes that makes a difference, I'll tell you that, to the church. He's tithing. See, the church is going to be a pleasing place for God. 
when he looks, he's going to have delight in it. Because people are going to change and things are going to change and things are going to begin to happen because how can God not operate with the people who love him? How can God not operate with the people who bow down before him? How can God not operate when the people who serve him with gladness? People have got the oil and the garment of praise upon them. How can not God operate when we are calling him in our praises, in our worship, in our deeds and God wants to sit exactly where we are because when we praise him, his glory comes down upon us. How, how can it not change when God is going to come in your house because you're praying sincerely and you're giving him time and calling him and goes, when God hears your call, he answers your call. How can it not change? How can it not change? It's going to change. I said it's going to change. Your life is going to change. Hallelujah. Now, Isaiah 9 verse 3. I'm going to read these ones first. Isaiah 9 verse 3. You have multiplied the nations and increased this joy. They rejoice before you according to the joy of harvest as men rejoice when they divide spoils. You have multiplied the nations and increased its joy. They rejoice before you according to the joy of harvest. You know, when people were harvesting in the Old Testament, they would have joy when they get crops because they know there won't be starvation. They will make parties and rejoice and take things to God and give him their best fruit and rejoice because and, rejoicing and gladness was a command in their days. And, and it's like men when they divide spoils. When we pray in the week, we're trying to explain how it is when you see people dividing spoils. Imagine people when they do a haste. I don't know whether, whether you've seen it or, or heard about it. But I can imagine if people have, are going to do a haste and they come out with 60 million rands and there's only five of them and they divide it. I wonder, I wonder how they feel. I wonder how they feel when, when they know and they're believing now in their heads the cars they're going to buy, the houses they're going to buy, even if it's wrong, but just the joy that is in them because they're dividing that splendor. But God is going to make and, and enlarge our territory and everybody's going to be equal in here because God is going to give you your portion. And we're going to celebrate because everybody will have a portion in their hands. Everybody's going to have a portion in their hands. You don't believe me, but I'm telling you it's a, a, a season of change. Now I'm going to do this too quickly because we know the scriptures. In, in 1 Peter 1.6 1 Peter 1.6, 7 and 8 In this way be greatly rejoice through now for a little while if you need be you have been grieved by various trials that the genuineness of your faith being much more precious than gold that perishes though it is tested by fire may be found to praise honor and glory at the revelation of Christ so so what 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 Peter is saying in in, in verse 7 is that that 
you, you, you're going to go through trials and tribulations, but the test is only for you to know that God is going to test your faith. And, and when he's done it, when, when this season, like all of us who are going through trials, God is going to reveal himself. Jesus is going to reveal himself in your trials. And at the end of the day, you, you have praise, honor, and glory in your life because Jesus is going to re- reveal himself in, in, in your in your in your in your in your trials and tribulations because he wants you to have gladness and joy and learn to have it all the time because all the time god is going to prevail all the time god is going to manifest all the time god is going to show himself all the time and he wants to teach you that he's going to do it all the time so verse 9 says this sorry verse 8 sorry whom having not seen, so, whom having not seen, you love, though now you do not see him, yet you believe. You rejoice with joy, experiencing the full of his glory. Verse nine. Receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your soul. So receiving the end of your faith, that means God is looking for people whose faith is going to come to a point where. Your soul is saved. That means your soul, your mind, your mind thinks like your spirit, man. Your mind knows and knows and knows God is going to do it. When your mind knows it, you won't be sad. When your mind knows it, you won't go into, into, into a trance of, of, of whatever you go through when things are not happening right. When your mind knows that it's going to happen, then you shall have joy and gladness all the time. Because that's, that's the goal of your salvation. That's the goal of your faith, the salvation of your soul. So God wants to pour you and give you an anointing of the oil of gladness. You're going to receive it because nothing is going to put you down. Nothing is going to pull you down in this season. Tell you never say nothing. Let us stand up. Nothing is going to pull you down in this season. Nothing. Nothing. Now I want you to close your eyes and, and you begin to pray to God. Tell him nothing is going to pull me down this season because you're pouring in me the oil of gladness. Now, nothing is going to stop me this year. Nothing is going to make me cry. Nothing is going to make me despair. Nothing is going to make me give up. Nothing is not going to make me change my mind about who you are in my life. Nothing is going to stop me. I know that Satan is going to be sending stuff to me, but nothing is going to change me. I want only those who believe to close their eyes. If you have no faith, there's no point in you closing your eyes. I'm looking for those who trust and love God and believe in God to close your eyes right now and begin to praise God and tell him that nothing is going to fall on me this season. Nothing is going to hinder me this season. I know that the Spirit of God is going to sit on me. I know that the anointing of God is going to sit on me. I know I'm going to have gladness all the days of my life. Nothing is going to stop me. In the name of Jesus. Nothing is going to stop me this season.
Father, I need the oil, the oil of gladness flowing in me right now. Nothing is going to stop me this season. Lift up your faith this morning. Lift up your faith this morning. Nothing, nothing is going to stop you. Lift up your faith this morning. The devil is a liar. Nothing is going to stop you this season. Lift up your faith this morning. Nothing, you're receiving it, you're receiving it. Nothing is going to stop you this morning. When you come out of this church, you know that nothing is going to stop you this morning. Even as you come out today, something might happen, but you still know that nothing is going to stop you this season because you know that God is going to do it for you this season. God is anointing you with power. God is anointing you with an anointing that can never be stopped. God is anointing you with the power. The devil is a liar. The witches can't touch you. The demonic powers can't touch you. God is anointing you with the power. Receive that power this morning. Receive that power this morning in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Receive that power this morning in the name of Jesus. Hey! The fire of the Holy Ghost. Receive Receive that power this morning in the name of Jesus. The fire of the Holy Ghost. The power of the Holy Ghost. Receive that fire this morning in the name of Jesus. It is flowing into your business. It is flowing over your children right now. It is flowing over your destiny. It is flowing over your plans right now. The power of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Nothing will stop what God has for you. God is anointing you with the oil of joy in the name of Jesus. No one is going to work against you. Hey, Rabba Shataka. Zebra Kundia Kasavanda. Reseketerebosia. Zeraba Katarebasa. The oil of joy. The oil of joy. The oil of joy. The oil of joy. Jesus. joy we receive it father we receive it lord we receive it father we receive it lord we receive it father is a new heaven lord this is a new earth we're standing in, oh Father. We receive it, oh God, in the name of Jesus. It can't be like last year. It can't be like the previous years. It's going to be changed this year, Lord. And receive it, we're anointing right now, Father. You're anointing us right now with the oil of joy, Father, in the name of Jesus. And the oil of joy is going to heal you. The oil of joy is going to heal your financial situation. It's going to change your life. Believe it. Believe it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Let's give God the glory. Let's give him 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 glory. Let's go in glory. Let's give him glory. Let's give him glory for what is going to happen. Let's give him glory for what's going to happen. 
Let's give him glory for a new season. Let's give him glory for new things. Let's give him glory for open doors. Let's give him glory for things that are coming our way. Let's give him glory in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God has anointed you with the oil of gladness. Tell your neighbor, say neighbor, I've been watching your face every Sunday to see whether there's joy and gladness on your face. Hallelujah.